The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this evening is indeed from St. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, and can be found on page 1497 in the Pew Bible. Matthew records, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This evening, as uh, our season continues in the new church year, and especially on the eve before the celebration of the birth of Christ, we are going to take a look at Joseph. And we know that we learn much about Joseph from Matthew and Luke. And what we know is that Joseph was betrothed to Mary at the time that Jesus was born. We know through the Gospels that he played a role in Jesus' childhood. However, by the time that Jesus began his ministry, we know that Joseph had died. We Likely he had died. He was not mentioned uh, during Jesus' ministry. He was not mentioned as being present during uh, the crucifixion. So Joseph is the man who had to deal with a shocking fact, and that is that his betrothed wife was pregnant, and he was not the father. And we aren't sure when or how that Joseph learned of Mary's condition. The Bible just simply doesn't say. 
Now, marriages were arranged during that period of time. And in that culture, it is possible that Mary's father broke the news to Joseph. And it is also possible that Mary broke the news to Joseph herself. And there's a movie called The Nativity that suggests that Mary told no one until she returned from her visit with Elizabeth, where she was there for three months, you'll recall. And by the time she came back to her home, well, she was starting to show. And no one needed to be told anything about her condition anymore. It was obvious. Their eyes could tell the situation. Now, regardless of how, regardless of when, Joseph learned of Mary's condition, he was in a, can we just agree, an extremely awkward situation? The Bible doesn't tell us about Joseph's feelings in this situation. Surely there must have been some pain. Surely he must have felt some grief. Surely he must have been angry and many other emotions. But the Bible doesn't tell us that. It doesn't say anything about that. The Bible does tell us what Joseph did. According to the laws of Moses, the penalty for adultery was death by stoning. And Joseph would have been perfectly within his rights to drag Mary out into the public courts and demand this punishment. And he didn't do that. Instead, the Bible tells us that Mary's husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, he resolved to divorce her quietly. This means that Joseph was studying the law. And it means that the situation he was looking to do was he was hoping that he could end the marriage without getting Mary killed. Even though he thought Mary had betrayed him, he was still willing to do the hard work to salvage the situation in Mary's best interest. And Joseph, through this, demonstrates a, a very special kind of love. This is not the hormone-driven animal instinct that our culture holds up as love. This is the real thing. This is a love that is ready to sacrifice. It is a love that is ready to do the hard work. It is a love that puts the loved one ahead of self. True love does what it needs to do, even when it hurts. The Bible doesn't tell us much about Joseph, but this one short account demonstrates that he was a man of high moral character. 
And as Joseph was researching the best way to deal with this difficult situation, God showed up like he does. And God showed that he had other plans for Joseph. That God had chosen Joseph to be the guardian of Jesus, just as much as he had chosen Mary to be the mother of Jesus. God sent an angel to tell Joseph the truth about Mary and her child. And we know that an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You see, the angel gave Joseph the good news, the good news that Mary was still faithful. This was a miracle pregnancy. The child growing within her is the Messiah, the Son of God. And Joseph was faithful to the angel's message from God. He stopped thinking about the divorce. Instead, he took Mary under his protection as his wife. And he had no physical relationship with her until the baby was born. As the Bible says, as you heard me read, when Joseph woke up from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Joseph remained separate from Mary so that this would not only be a virgin conception, but that it would be a virgin birth. And Joseph cared for Jesus as if he were his own son. He saw to it that Jesus fulfilled all the ceremonial laws. He saw to it that Jesus was circumcised on the eighth day, and he was presented and purified in the temple. And when danger came, Joseph escorted Jesus and his mother to Egypt to keep them safe. And when Jesus came of age, Joseph took Jesus to Jerusalem for the Passover. The Bible portrays Joseph as an excellent guardian to Jesus. Joseph responded well, but it all began with a surprise And he knew the promises of the Messiah, and he believed that they would be fulfilled. But who would have thought? Who would have thought that they would be fulfilled in your own home? Joseph, like most of us, expected important, important events to happen somewhere else, not in my front porch. But God revealed the truth, and he convinced Joseph. And then graciously made him part of the eternal plan. And as we study the Bible, we see that God's plans, those plans often catch his people off guard. He always seems to work in unexpected ways. You've heard me say, I wouldn't do it that way. 
right? He could have been expected to think that his pregnant fiance was a, was a virgin. How, how would anyone think that? Yeah, right. It was unprecedented what happened to her. Never before had a virgin got impregnated in that way. Who would have imagined that God, the creator of the universe, would choose to become part of that creation? Who would have dreamt that he would come as a helpless baby? But that's just like God. I'm going to save the world with a baby. God is almighty. He is powerful. But this world does not understand really what that means, almighty and all-powerful. The world expects power and might to express itself with grand displays and authority. And God created the universe, and he, he gives it to us for our good and for our enjoyment. He says, here, take it, enjoy it. And we end up thanking him by asking, so what have you done for me lately, God? We keep asking for signs because we forget that our very existence rests in his hands. We constantly desire something new, something fresh, something exciting. We look for the display of worldly power. We want worldly glory and worldly wealth. And the truth is God gives us riches beyond our needs, but often we are not content. And that is the reason that God, well, his ways are often so unexpected. Jesus himself often told his disciples that the, that the Christ must suffer, that he must die, and that he will rise from the dead. In fact, Moses quoted God's promise to Adam and Eve when he said the woman's seed will crush the serpent's head. And Isaiah, the prophet, told us that the Lord will lay our iniquity on his servant and that by his servant's stripes we shall be healed. And the psalmist gives us the words that Jesus will say from the cross when he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We really shouldn't be surprised. And Jesus pointed to all of these things and more. And those who knew Jesus should have anticipated the plan. But nonetheless, when Jesus kept those promises, it was all so very unexpected. No one expected God to show his glory and power by sacrificing his only begotten son. No one expected God to choose the cross for the battlefield. And no one expected death to be the weapon God used against death. And then when Jesus did die, no one expected him to triumph over death and to rise again. Who would have thought? 
Well, those who know him should have thought it. Those who hear his word and trust in him should have anticipated it all. We should have known it from his own clear promises, but still, we are surprised. Who would have, well, who would anticipate that this God would choose us and make us his own? Who would anticipate that this God would forgive us and renew us and call us his children? That is God who's cool that way. That's God who constantly surprises us with his gracious gifts. Now, Joseph was shocked. He was shocked when he learned about Mary's condition. And then the angel visited him in a dream, and he told him about the unexpected nature of the child in Mary's womb. Joseph learned that his Savior was much closer than he expected. He's right there. And God chose Joseph to be the guardian to our Lord. And in this way, God gave Joseph a very special place in the plan of our salvation. And in this unexpected way, God began his work of saying, saving Mary, of saving Joseph and all of us from our sins. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen.